Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. Welcome to Holy Spirit Feed. Glad you are listening in today. Job 33, 14-16 says, For God speaks in one way and in two, though man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision in the night, when deep sleep falls on people, while they slumber on their beds, then he opens their ears. I've shared this scripture before, but it's worth resharing, as the Lord will continue to give you supernatural knowledge of things to come through dreams if you are paying attention. It's not a one-and-done kind of thing with God. If he gives you a dream and you honor it by asking him what it meant, how you can glean from it, how you can help others or have an impact on the world, and then you respond, then he will give you more. So I'm going to share a dream that I had and then share how God used it to bless me and others. You know, in John 16, 13, it says, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future or things to come. We all want to know about our future and things to come. All right, so in my dream, I was at church, and I realized that I had a stain of some sort on my shirt. Knowing me, it was probably like coffee or chocolate. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't even know what it was. But I had something on my shirt, and I had some clothing items with me. So I started looking through all the clothes, but they were all like pants and other items. There was no extra shirt. So I just moved on and started doing something else in the dream without changing my shirt. The next morning, I woke up and remembered the dream. I wrote down some other things that had happened in the dream. For some reason, I didn't think that the shirt thing was important, so I hadn't written that down. Then I went out on a walk as usual, and the Lord began to speak to me about a few specific scripture passages. I almost always take my phone when I go on walks so I can look things up as the Lord begins to reveal things. I pastor a small local church here along with a few other amazing people of God, and God began to speak to me that morning about a word that he wanted me to release at our next service. I'm going to share that word and also the process by which it came as to hopefully inspire you to begin to seek the Lord for revelation in different ways, such as dreams and visions. And just be open to the different possibilities of ways that he could speak to you. If he speaks to me in this way, he can speak to you in the same ways or other unique and interesting ways. All right. So as I was walking, the Lord began to show me Luke 10 and it was verses one through four. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or a bag or sandals and do not greet anyone on the road. He also then led me to Luke 9, 1 through 3, which says, When Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and heal the sick. He told them, Take nothing for the journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. 
I don't know if you caught that last part. It says no extra shirt. Come on. When I read that, I about hit the tarmac I was walking on. I'm like, seriously? The Lord gives me a dream about looking for an extra shirt, and then I wake up, and within an hour, he begins to unpack that through Scripture. You can't get any better than this. He is so involved in our lives, and he wants so much to communicate with us so badly, and he's so creative. He's awesome. I don't want you to miss this, and he doesn't either. I heard this saying one time, or something very similar to this. It says, sometimes we are so familiar with the God that we think we know that we miss the one that we don't. Sometimes we are so familiar with the God that we think we know that we miss the one that we don't. Come on, just for a moment, think about that. Meaning, we get so used to who we think he is that we stop pursuing him and delving into the more of him. He is so intricate and at the same time so colossal that we could pursue him forever and not even scratch the surface. All right, so let's walk through this scripture and get to the meat of what God was saying. First off, he sent them out two by two. Okay, if you're one, who is the other part of your two? Who do you know that you need to connect with, have a power coffee with? God has placed people in our lives so we can connect with, pour into, allow them to speak into our lives. Do life with them, but not only that, take it a step further and actually do ministry with them. Pray for people on the streets, at the store, get together and brainstorm of ways that the two of you together can bless others and bring the kingdom. So I used to do sozo ministry or inner healing and doing that type of appointment, there was often one person who was the lead and then a second who was there to take notes, to listen to Holy Spirit as well, just a second year to be hearing from God during the appointment. So ask God, who is your second? Or maybe who you are a second for. There'll be times where you support someone else in ministry and where they support you. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. You know, God knows who the other one of your two is. Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Come on, ask the Lord who is going to stand back to back with you and conquer any situation that you come up against, anything that the enemy is coming against you and attacking you or trying to defeat you. It's okay and actually biblical to invite someone else into your journey. So go out two by two and prepare a place for the Lord, for Holy Spirit to go through you. You have the power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases and to proclaim the kingdom of God and heal the sick. So come on, let's do it. In Luke 10, it says, of course, do not take a purse or a bag or sandals. And then in Luke 9, it says, take nothing for the journey. No staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Nothing. Nothing means no thing. That's it. There's no tricky Greek word for this where it actually means something else. (laughs) You know how sometimes scripture is like that. But this actually just means nothing. Let go of other things. Travel light. No bag. We can't pick up what God is leaving for us if our hands are full of possessions, things, 
plans, packed schedules. You know, I've noticed in a lot of social situations, you run into someone and you ask, how are they doing? And the response is usually busy. You know, I feel like in our culture, people sometimes wear that like a trophy or something. Like if you're busy, that means you have more significance or your life somehow matters. That is just not the case. You are valued and significant because of who you are. You are not busy. You're a person with value that God loves, whether you know it or not. Let's help people learn their value and not out of busyness, but because they have been created in God's image. And by the way, the word doesn't say be busy, busy, busy. It actually says things more like be still and know that I am God. Yeah, it says go out, you know, share the gospel, spread the good news. But there are definitely times where we all need to slow down and just connect with our Father and let Him pour value into us. Okay, that was a little bit of a rabbit trail off of what we're talking about today, but definitely relevant to our discussion. Back to the take nothing for the journey. Okay, ladies, no purses, men, no mercies, no man bags, travel light. College students, you know what it's like. You don't want to take every book you have to every class. You're walking across campus. It's too heavy. So why do we lug around all of this baggage in our lives? You know the saying, jack of all trades, master of none. Strip it all off. You know, not in a weird way. I'm saying take off the excess that God never meant for you to carry. You don't need an extra shirt. Matthew 6, verse 26, and then we're going to read 28 through 30. It says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? This is actually a trust issue. When you choose to go out and not take the extra shirt, you are trusting the Father to provide for your journey. There's a term I hear periodically And it's you're so extra or that's so extra, meaning over the top, almost trying to be something you're not for show or something like that. You know, we don't have to be extra. We don't even need an extra shirt. We just need to go. He is sending us out. I hear the father saying, you can trust me. Let go of all the extras, the too much, the excess. You don't need it. You only need me.